0: Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello everyone and welcome back again. Once again, I'm glad that you've decided to spend a little bit of your time with me, in a way, um, listening to this show, and I hope that you're enjoying it. And if you are, please share, please give me the five-star review so that other people can find the show as well. And also, I was very excited this week that I got feedback from a listener who enjoys the show and it was a man (laughs) and they pointed that out that they also enjoyed it. I do want to start by saying that even though obviously my work is very targeted, the marketing of it, at least towards women, and that's because that's the experience that I have. That's most of my clients are women, not all of them. I have coached men, but (laughs) easily 99% of them are women. And then, of course, my own experiences are from someone who is assigned and raised and lived as a woman so that's just my experience and that's what I work with and that's where I speak from but self coaching working with a coach self compassion work even confidence right a lot of times we think men are just more confident they're just born that way and that's rough for them because that's what they're told that they have to do and have to be and if they don't just have it they they don't really have anywhere to go and to ask how do i build this and It's like many of the things we talk about with us that we're like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Am I broken? I know in a lot of ways there are different things that come up for men in the way that they're socialized that keep them from asking for help or looking for a coach or definitely from going anywhere near something called self compassion. (laughs) But these are important things for everyone. These tools and learning and understanding these concepts are, you know, So important for how we live our lives and how we interact with others that I'm amazed, even having come to this later in my life, that this is not taught to us much earlier. I would defer to the professionals and psychology and, and things like that to determine when would be the best time that we should learn this. But I would assume it would be as children that we start learning how to process our emotions in a healthy way, how to ask for help, how to understand things like your thoughts are just your brain's way of trying to collect information and put it together. It doesn't, you don't have to believe it. You don't have to run with it. It doesn't mean it's true. You have to explore these kind of things and live with intention. And I just, it's really powerful. Obviously, that's why I do this work, but I'm amazed that we aren't taught this and that it's not more common. And I, I'm glad that the mental health and the coaching industry and these things are being talked about more. I think that's definitely a good step in the right direction for all of us, that we will have more of these conversations and, and more of these tools and the different things that we can use to live lives that we are enjoying and that we're happy and not just life is happening to us and we feel stuck or run over or those types of things. And I think a lot of that is normalized, like it sucks and everybody thinks that and just suck it up. And I think that's maybe just an overcorrection that there was a time when we couldn't talk about things being bad. I'm glad that things are, I think, moving into a more open space where everyone can talk about these various issues and anxiety and hustle culture and how these different things are affecting our lives and ways that we can live better. I don't want to even just say manage or cope, even though for me, I do think of my anxiety as something that I manage because it's always going to be there. There's always going to be something for me that can trigger it. I and mean, for most people, because that's a survival instinct, we don't want to get rid of it completely. So I don't ever think of it as being cured or gone. It's something that I manage. But then I, I struggle with that term as well, because it sounds like, like this big project or something, but it, it's really not. It's using the tools and becoming comfortable with them and, and making it a practice, a lifelong practice, just like I I compare it quite a bit to If you work out in the gym or if you enjoy running or whatever physical endeavor it might be, it's something that practice if you want to keep fresh, if you want to keep growing in different ways, whether it's speed or endurance or strength, you have to keep working at it. If you stop, your body's going to get rid of things that are going to cause it more energy, like maintaining muscle and things like that, so... It's the same way with your brain. It's not a bad thing. It is work. It is a practice. It is something that you never stop, but it's part of the journey. It's part of life and it helps make life more enjoyable. And one of the good things about that is is starting to look at life as a journey and not the destination and looking at things that are challenging and things that lead to growth as processes that you enjoy because you enjoy challenge and you enjoy the growth and the change and the things you're learning and that act the act of that and not just getting there not just some day when you think you will never have a negative thought or emotion or anxiety again or You'll just be happy from here on out. Those aren't realistic. (laughs) We're not trying to get to that point. We're trying to get to that point where we are enjoying our lives. When the struggles come, we don't have to feel overwhelmed or we don't have to avoid things because we think that they might lead to that struggle. We know that we have the ability, like we talked about last week, to handle it and that we can go forward and not be afraid, and that even if we do experience something painful or there's a period of our lives that's not happy consistently, that we still know that's something that is temporary. This too shall pass, and we can work through it. And on the other side of it, yes, again, we will be happy, but all through it, we can enjoy the process and what we're learning and how we're living no matter what's going on, no matter what the circumstances are, or even the other people in our lives. And that was where I was going to go today was just to piggyback on last week a little bit with the thought we talked about last week, I can handle anything. And we talked about circumstances and people a bit with that last week, because what is our one of our main tenets is it's our thoughts that create our feelings, right? Not circumstances and not other people. So this week, I was just going to build on or connect with last week's I Can Handle It with no one can hurt me, which is that same concept, but more focused on other people. And again, I'm not saying no one can hurt me like I'm some superhero or you're going to be a superhero and that anything another person says or does is just going to, you know, bounce off of you. Now I'm picturing like an old, not like even today's stuff, but like an old superhero type movie where the bullets are supposed to be bouncing off and it makes that little ting ting kind of noise. Yes. So you're not going to be walking around dodging things and in a superhero style fashion. That's not what that means. But having that thought and understanding that it's not the other person that's causing your feelings. It doesn't mean that sometimes someone won't say something or do something and you will have negative feelings and that that you will never experience pain. You will, but you will know that it's not that other person. It's your thoughts about what they've said or done. It's what you are making it mean that's causing the pain. So even though you may still experience pain, although I will say doing this work and going through different situations, self-coaching through them or working with a coach through them, you will start to have that reaction less and less because you have already addressed certain things that you tend to make things mean, the different things that you tend to be looking for and the insult that you might hear that's not being said so that it will be less and less that you'll have those initial reactions. But again, we're human beings. It's always going to be something that can be triggered, can happen from time to time, especially when we're practicing vulnerability or when it's someone who we really care about. It can be more important to us. We can look for deeper meaning, but we'll know that's what we're doing. We'll know that it is really our thoughts and not the other person. So when it happens, you don't have that feeling of powerlessness, right? This person has hurt you. And there's nothing that you can do about it. You just have to hurt, or they need, they have to apologize, or they have to change or make it right. Or in some cases, you might eliminate a relationship with that person or not want to communicate with that person until you can get over the hurt that they've caused you. That's when you feel powerless and you are giving your power to someone else because they are in control. You're allowing them to control how you feel. It's a general type thought. No one can hurt me. And it's not a feelingless robot type thing where you just, a lot of times (laughs) when I talk with clients about something that's happened in their lives and we're working through their thoughts and feelings about something someone else has done, they'll often say, so I'm just not supposed to care. And I, I I understand that. I've had that thought myself. And that's definitely not what it is either. It's not that you don't care about that person or even what it is you think that they are saying or doing. It's just that you realize that you are the one thinking that this is something that that is happening, that this means Something negative. It means something bad about you, about the relationship. It's your thoughts and not what the person has said or done. So it's not that you don't care. It's not that this person has done this terrible thing and you just don't feel anything. And so it's good. <laughs> That's not it at all. It's completely looking at the situation from a different perspective and not having, you don't have to ever take that perspective as we've talked about before but just being able to realize that there are there's more than one way to look at it and that you get to choose how you want to look at it and how you want to feel it's not the other person who gets to choose that for you you are in control you do have the path you have to work with the thoughts and feelings that are there at the time sure but you can work through them and it is up to you ultimately how you end up thinking and feeling about the situation, not them. And so that is what it means to say no one can hurt you or no one can hurt me. It's that ultimately, no matter what anyone else says or does, or even if I do feel pain about it, I know that I can look at my thoughts and I can work with my thoughts to feel however I want to about the situation. And then when I get to that place where I'm not just reacting, right, where I understand my thoughts and my feelings, then I get to choose those. So since our thoughts create our feelings, which lead to our actions, and our actions generate our results. So Once I've had a chance to look at it and know that I'm in charge of the thoughts, I get to choose the thoughts, knowing the feelings that they're going to create for me, and I can get that to a good spot where I'm comfortable. I'm like, okay, I choose these thoughts. This is not from a place of anger or pain. This is, I'm looking at it, I'm understanding there there are different interpretations and these are the ones that I'm choosing from a place that makes me feel good and then those are going to lead to the actions so then you don't have to have negative feelings and work through the actions and you're going to be more pleased and with the results and so I guess what I mean by that is if this example will help you say someone does something and you feel pain and if you have the thought, okay, this person hurt me, and now you feel angry, and the action then that is, you know what, I don't want to have this relationship in my life, this person in my life, it's it hurts, it's painful, I'm done with it, goodbye. And then you, that's the action you take, cut that person out, it's done, and then you look around, and the results are that you don't have maybe a lot of relationships in your life, because you you in them when you feel that particular action or maybe the result is just you don't have this person in your life anymore and wonder could it have been different could we still be friends could we still be in a romantic relationship whatever it may be and then you have like regret but you don't want to go back on it because it still hurts and now you're living with that so going back to realizing that it's not the other person, that no one else can hurt you, that you're in control, you would look at it and you would say, okay, this hurts, right? I'm going to sit with that. What does it feel like? Sit with the physical sensations in your body, not the thoughts. Process that so you aren't trying to quash what you feel and push it down and pretend like it's not there. That will help loosen the intensity of the pain when you just focus on it in your body. And so when the pain is in a manageable place where it's hurting so bad that it's controlling you, then you can look at the thoughts. What am I thinking about what this person said or did? What am I making it mean about me, about our friendship, our relationship? And you can sort through that and then you can look at it and say, okay, I see and I understand what I'm thinking and that there's no right or wrong. There's this is the way my brain (laughs) thinks and works and they have their own way and I care about this person and how do I want this to proceed? And you might look at it and you and it might be something that you're like, I don't this type of action I understand. I'm not saying that it means anything about them or me, but it's not something that works for me. I have other relationships I want to invest in and people who are more similar to my thinking and they won't. This type of thing is not an issue. That's what I want. And I care about this person, but I'm going to graciously pull out of the relationship and not continue that. And if you're doing that from that place where you're, it's not judging, it's not pain, it's not anger at them, it's just this is not a good fit for us. This is not, you know, what I want, then You're going to be, you're not going to find yourself regretting that later or trying to work through it because you already have and you can feel good about the actions that you take. Or you can also get to that point where you're like, oh, okay, you know what? I am willing to see that this was not intended to hurt me and that it's just a completely different way of of seeing and dealing with things. And I would like to continue this relationship and move forward in that way and you don't have to worry that this is going to come up and this is going to be a problem for you because you've already dealt with it and looked at it and not just said, okay, I'm just glossing over this. I just want there to be peace and I'm just moving forward. So you're not doing that either. You're looking at it and choosing how you want to think and feel, living with that intention. So that's the the different approach that it gives you. And that's what it means that no one can hurt you it does like I said, it doesn't mean that you're a robot and you don't have feelings of course you of course you do we want those those are good whether even when they hurt sometimes it's part of part of the life journey the pain the happiness the contrast and it's the human experience that we that we're all here just doing our best and trying to work through So that is something that I definitely want you to consider when you're trying to remember what do I have control of in my life? How I think and feel. Circumstances are doing their thing. Other people are doing their thing. But no matter the circumstances, if I'm taking care of me, the thought work, right, the inner work, then I can handle it. And same with other people. If I'm taking care of me, my thoughts, my feelings, the things I control, no one can hurt me. So I hope that helps. And if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email and let me know what's on your mind or how you've been applying these concepts in your life and the benefits that you've seen or, you know, where you're getting stuck. And we can talk about that. If you'd like to work with me you know, one-on-one and have me as your coach to really dig in and apply these to specific situations in your life so you can you know, learn and grow, and then you'll be able to use them on your own, a way that you've had that guidance. So it'll help you move more quickly, I think, to, to learning those things and applying them. Then hit that connection call, and we'll talk about the next steps and what it would be like to work together. I hope you all have a lovely day wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And just remember that you have the power to control your thoughts and feelings and to work on them so no one can hurt you and you can handle it. You got this.